And welcome once again, my friends, to the Daily Gator Daily Thought Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. The podcast that ain't woke. Let's get into it, my friends. There's a new poll out concerning one question. And that question apparently is, who is the worst VP, Vice President, the United States ever has had? Who's the biggest empty suit of all the empty suits that have been Vice President? Well, the runaway winner, apparently, is Kamala Harris, our current Vice President. 49% of registered voters according to an NBC News poll, have a negative view of Vice President Kamala Harris. In other words, half the people don't like her. The other half, uh, who knows what they're doing, uh, still deciding to do what the booger they just picked or something. Uh, 32% have a positive view. Uh, The negative, net negative for Kamala Harris then is negative 17 and that is the lowest for for a vice president in the history of the NBC News poll uh, in October 2019 34% had a positive view of then vice president Mike Pence while 38% had a negative view uh, for a rating of negative 4 I don't know why people didn't like Mike Pence back then He hadn't had the issues with uh, Trump yet, the disagreement. Uh, And he's always perceived Mike Pence as kind of a straight, honest guy. Uh, I thought his, his, you can't have lunch with anyone who's not your wife, uh, remarked to be extremely stupid. But uh, we can disagree on things like that. Uh, But anyway, Kamala Harris is indeed terrible now we have that nbc news told us to to yes to support our view that kamala harris really sucks now speaking of people who suck people who should keep their mouth shut people who for god's sake should always wear pants let's talk about former nba star dennis rodman there's a picture of dennis rodman on uh, instagram and Dennis has a, looks like a plastic cup or maybe a bottle of water he's drinking out of. But he has a very short miniskirt on. Dennis, 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 you are an NBA player, a great NBA player, great defender, great rebounder, uh, royal pain in the ass. After you left Detroit, I hated you. Because I liked the Pistons back then. I wanted them first to beat the Bulls to upset the Michael Jordan fanboy club. Uh, and I wanted them to beat the damn Lakers because I hate the Lakers. So uh, I was a big fan of years back with the Pistons, and I thought that Coach Chuck Daly did a really good job at keeping Dennis Rodman. Yeah, he was kind of dirty. He was physical. But I would never call Dennis Rodman uh, uh, some of the things he did after he left the Pistons and Chuck Daly was no longer his coach. He really went off the off the deep end in a lot of ways, and it's odd. I think Chuck Daly had a had an influence over Rodman because there was a, a talk show. I was flipping channels, and there was Dennis Rodman up there on the stage, and they they referenced Chuck Daly, and Rodman just dropped it. He lost it. 
cried like a baby. He apparently he was completely, uh, completely fascinated with Chuck Daly, and Chuck Daly had a great influence on him. And Chuck Daly was a great coach. Uh, Chuck Daly is no longer with us. He died, I believe, of cancer. Um, a lot of good memories of those Piston teams, though. And I uh, always liked Chuck Daly a lot. Very sharp dresser, too, for an NBA coach. Uh, let me see where else we go. We're going to go to Italy. Are you ready to get outraged? Now, you may not think outraged when you hear the, the, the word Italy. I mean, it's a beautiful country. Incredible history, I've heard. Incredible language. Some incredibly smoking, smoking, smoking hot women in Italy. Incredible food, wine, the history is is so ancient. I mean, the Roman Colosseum. All the incredible things you can see in Italy. Including Monica Bellucci, who's one of the most beautiful actresses in history. She's got to be, I guess, pushing 60 now. But I saw some pictures of her when she was getting close to 50. And tell you what. Gorgeous. Uh, but there's outrage in the nation of Italy, not over Monica Bellucci's hotness. No, a tourist was filmed doing something in Italy that he ought not to have done. He did it at the uh, Rome's Colosseum. Any guess what this uh, dirtbag did? Well, he was filmed carving his and his girlfriend's names into Rome's Colosseum. What can you say to a person like this? Are you so clueless? Are you five? Are you eight years old? Italy's culture and tourism ministers have vowed to identify and punish a tourist film carving the names into a wall of the Rome's Colosseum, a crime that has in the past resulted in hefty fines. A video of the incident went viral on social media at a time when Romans have already been complaining about hordes of tourists flooding the city in record numbers this season. Uh, an English-speaking man who was recorded scratching Ivan plus Haley 23 into a brick at the nearly 2,000-year-old monument on Friday with the key. Why? I mean, okay, to, to scratch your name anywhere, I get. But at a place like that, that's been around 2,000 plus years, maybe you could contain your desire to be, I don't know, a self-serving prick until later. Ivan. Uh, the suspect, who is yet to be identified, turned around and grinned as a bystander asked, Are you serious, man? I don't know if they said that in English or in Italian. I'm not sure. It would have sounded prettier in Italian, there's no doubt. One of the most beautiful languages. Uh, Italy's culture minister, Gennaro Sanguiliano, shared the video calling it very serious, unworthy, and a sign of great incivility that a tourist defaces one of the most famous places in the world, the Colosseum, to engrave the name of his fiancée, and they have an image here. <laughs> There's some pixelation issues uh, of the face. And the guy's turned around looking and smiling. See, he's, he's probably too stupid to realize what he did, did was moronic. 
selfish and just really he should be kicked in the you know what's for it uh, I hope that whoever did this will be identified and sanctioned according to our laws tourism minister Daniela Santanche also said she hoped the tourists would be sanctioned so that he understands the gravity of the gesture calling for respect for Italy's culture and history she vowed we cannot allow those who visit our nation to feel free to behave in this way bravo 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 this is a kind of attitude what we needed to take during the uh, fentanyl floyd riots except the punishment shouldn't have been strongly worded letters or something like that it should have been more police batons against more heads frankly uh, instead of allowing billions and billions of dollars of damage and businesses that probably will never come back and lives negatively touched, maybe destroyed, careers, uh, all for uh, for a social justice message of bash America. But really, I mean, you go to a place like that, don't do that, man. You're the kind of person who goes to a great national park here in America and throws their water bottle down and walks away. That's the kind of loser that does stuff like this at the Coliseum. Don't do that. He's bad, okay? You don't do it anymore, okay? You do it one more time, man. You're going to have some serious problems, okay? Somebody, maybe they punch you in the face. You see what I'm saying? Their fist, your face, perfect pitter. Don't do it, man. All right, let's move on, my friends. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let's talk about Starbucks, shall we? <laughs> it's not just famous for lousy coffee anymore, my friends. Starbucks strike over pride decor follows an LGBTQ anger on hours and benefits. So why the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, whatever, 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 XYZ, PDQ, plus, plus, minus, minus, uh, why are they angry over hours of benefits at Starbucks? Is that a big issue for trans people? Work schedules? Uh, let me see. This on Yahoo News. Uh, from Reuters. Workers at dozens of U.S. Starbucks locations held strikes on Sunday. I didn't notice because the key to surviving Starbucks is never go to Starbucks. I've never, ever bought anything at a Starbucks. I've never been inside a Starbucks. The only Starbucks I ever went into, uh, there was an Albertsons where I used to do my shopping. And there was a Starbucks, not only in the parking lot, but also inside the Albertsons. So I would pass by, they were in the produce section. Uh, otherwise, I had no use for Starbucks. Uh, those crazy coffee orders, I'm sure they're good. But it's, there's just something obnoxious about Starbucks and everything it represents to me. I don't know why. But anyway, uh, these workers who were striking Sunday were expressing their outrageous outrage over accusations by the baristas union. Baristas have a union now? <laughs> Oh, those baristas. Those crazy baristas, I tell you. You got to watch them, folks. You got to watch them. Uh, what in the hell did I hit? Ah, here we are. Back to the same page. 
I hate those pages that they come to us and they, they advance on their own. I don't like that. If I want to click the page forward, I'll do it myself, okay? Yahoo News. Uh, the accusations by the Baristas Union that managers at several U.S. cafes, they did something horrendous, my friends. I don't know if I can even speak of this. It's unspeakably unspeakable. These uh, managers at several Starbucks, they remove rainbow flags. Oh, God, it's hideous. It's heinous. It's so heinous. Uh, they removed rainbow flags. Oh, my God. In the name of Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, God. Hell no. Give me a Bud Light quick. Seriously. I, I am so fed up with the triggered, whiny little bitches out there. And that's what you are. You're a whiny, self-absorbed little bitch. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care what you think it is. Want it to be. Supposed it to be. Guess it to be. I don't care. It's not my business. But I am tired of the rainbow flag signifying something that really has nothing to do with rainbows. Okay? Can we just stop this? It's ridiculous. Uh, but these managers allegedly removed rainbow flags and decorations. Excuse me, are you taking down my decorations? What in the hell, man? This is Pride Month, okay? Uh, supporting LGBTQ+, Pride Month. Uh, Pride Month is, is just about as boring to me now as Shark Week. Remember Shark Week was a Discovery Channel had that? And for a while it was cool, but they basically say play the same damn stuff. Over a year. And now other networks do Shark Week. During Shark Week. So your TV is pretty much halfway taken up by Shark Week. Hey, it's interesting. But we don't need that many sharks on our TVs. Stop it. The only thing that could be worse would be rainbow sharks. I'm sure with the LGBTQ plus posse. Uh, the rainbow sharks will probably start demanding soon. Uh, you know damn well those sharks could be transgender, and yet I don't see any representation of LGBTQ plus minus XYZ PDQ sharks. You damn right wing, white, patriarchal, bigot of a man, you. About a dozen Starbucks workers, about a dozen, we're going we're gonna to have a major news story because 12 people, roughly speaking, got together and picketed outside New York Astor Place location in Lower Manhattan on Sunday afternoon near the route of the city's Pride Parade. They were chanting, New York is a union town. Uh, on strike, shut it down. Union members handed out flyers and talked to passerby about the action while several customers chose not to enter in support of the strike. Either that or they were looking for somewhere with good coffee. Uh, with pride marches underway in New York City, San Francisco, of course, we've got more pride than you do. Uh, Chicago and Starbucks hometown of Seattle, of Washington. Boy, that's a list of totally effed up cities. You want liberal? You want an example of how bad liberalism is? Seattle, Chicago, San Francisco, New York City. Yeah, New York City. Yeah, those four places will be representative. 
Why don't we just give those four cities to all the pride people? And they can live however they want to. Just leave me the hell alone about your damn rainbows. And quit. We you quit walking around without pants on? And these parades. You got pride? That's great. If you want to have a, a parade with rainbow flags and stars and whatever. But by God, leave your damn pants on, people. Ain't nobody want to see that. Nobody. Nobody. Uh, a spokesperson said on Sunday that we unwaveringly support the LGBTQIA2+. God, it just gets longer and longer and longer and longer. So the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, then I for I don't know, and two for this is twice as stupid as it used to be, plus obnoxiousness. Uh, community, it would be inaccurate to report that Starbucks stores are banning any decorations as there have been no change in company policy on this matter. So it could have been just a rumor that rainbows were taken away. And these snowflakes are so sensitive. The sensitivity is, is really is, is, is sensitive, okay? I need a moment. Give me a Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light, please. Uh... We remain deeply concerned by false information being spread about our inclusive store environments, our company culture, and the benefits we offer our partners, the spokesperson said. Uh, Though the conflict is gaining attention now, it began brewing. Get it? Brewing? Coffee? Yeah, yeah, okay. A year ago, when the Workers United Union... uh, Sounds like another way to say communist. Workers United Union? Yeah. No way that group's not communist. Said the company threatened union organizers, many of whom say they are queer or trans, with reduced hours that would leave them unable to qualify for health insurance, which covers gender reassignment surgery and other affirming procedures. That's right. If Russ Limbaugh were alive today, he wouldn't be talking about having procedures like adedictomy. No. He'd be talking about affirming adedictomy procedures because it's all about affirming Starbucks has denied that it changed the coverage called the accusations false claims in a June 14th letter to Workers United International President Lynn Fox uh, the company's health insurance has covered gender confirmation surgery gender confirmation surgery they need to do surgery to, to confirm that you're a certain gender? Maybe that's why they always have their pants off. I don't know. They're preparing for gender confirmation surgery. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's my damn podcast. I'm going to say what I want. I'm not afraid of the woke people. And guess what? You're welcome, America. The coffee chain also denied it had banned pride decorations, calling the allegation blatant fear-mongering, which is worse than regular fear-mongering, by the union, according to the letter. Starbucks spent decades building its reputation as a progressive company that supports LGBTQ plus workers and customers in 1988. It began offering hard-to-find perks such as health insurance for same-sex domestic partners later It entered a legal fray at the U.S. Supreme Court in support of marriage equality. 
Once we decided to unionize, they were like, we've had enough of this progressive stuff, said uh, Jackie Zhao, who's 21, who's a shift supervisor at a New York City Starbucks at Astor Place where workers held a strike on Sunday. Maggie McKeon, who was headed into Starbucks at Astor Place, turned around after learning about the strike. If people are going to be affected by this, then I'm with them, not the company. Uh, McKeon said, since late 2022, Starbucks has been in bargaining talks with some of the more three than 300 uh, unionized companies' owned U.S. locations. So far, none of the newly un, 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 sorry, unionized U.S. cafes has struck a deal with a company for a labor contract. So this is big money they're looking for. They're looking to, to get in tight with Starbucks and get a whole bunch of money. Uh, let me see. What happened in 2020? Then Starbucks employee Arthur Pratt drew a version of the chain's retiring logo with a flowing rainbow hair to celebrate pride. The company shared the image nationwide and even posted it on Instagram, Pratt told the Seattle Gay News. It's like regular news, but gayer. It's like regular news, but it can dance. I'm just saying. And let me tell you what. If you want to know how to decorate, that's the newspaper to get. It looks fabulous. I'm telling you, fabulous, okay? Uh, but in November, Pratt, who is a trans man, was fired in what the union uh, says was retaliation for supporting the organizing drive at his Portland, Oregon location. This year, he made a new poster ahead of Pride Month that called out the company reading, You can't say you're pro-queer and be anti-union. Wow. That's something you would expect to hear from maybe Plato, Aristotle, one of our founders maybe. How profound is that statement? Still, the human rights campaign, which rates corporations on how equitable their policies and benefits are for, here we go again, LGBTQ plus people, employees, gave Starbucks a perfect score for 2022, along with more than 800 other companies. Um, and again, it's basically the same old stuff. Fighting for power, fighting for money, fighting to get your, your name in the paper, so to speak. And uh, may, I don't know, maybe you're hoping MSNBS or CNN will fire you. At the rate uh, Fox is going, they may fire him. Fox, who, by the way, just gave the old Tucker Carlson time slot to Jesse freaking Waters. I like Jesse Waters. Don't don't mistake me. Uh, for I'm not insulting a kid, but he ain't that great. Okay, he ain't Tucker Carlson. I thought the the lady they had doing it right now, Kayla McElhaney, I think she's good. I think she's tough. Uh, and I think the attacks on her by Trump were pathetic, quite frankly. And if you disagree with me, you don't love America. And you hang out at Starbucks in Seattle, my friends. Uh, but anyway... That's just one of those things I think that uh, my my brain kind of clouds over when I when I think about it because I don't care you're gay you're trans whatever just shut the f up about it okay anytime you take whatever it is whatever your passion is it could be rock climbing it could be the church you go to it could be university athletics from your 
your college. It could be so many things. If that's all you ever talk about, people get sick of it really, really, really quick. Okay? You travel a lot, that's great. Good for you. Not everybody wants to hear about your latest trip every time you see them. Okay? Just, you got to have a more diverse uh, sphere there. And you got to have other interests to express people. Otherwise, they get bored and they get tired of it. No one wants to hear about your you-know-what, my friends. Uh, nobody. Nobody. There was something else I wanted to get to today. And something happened to the link. I can't find it now. I was doing my show prep and lining up all my stories. And one of them somehow disappeared. Probably some idiot named Doug hit the wrong button and closed the window. What do you want to bet? What do you want to bet? Uh, but here it is. It's about the Daily Show. Which is supposed to be funny, but really isn't. Because, well, liberals run it. But here we is. Now, the Daily Show at one time was funny. I think that's where Stephen Colbert got his his kind of his big break. <clears throat> get some national. It was a good show. It was funny. Uh, I've <laughs> what like when the remake of Dukes of Hazard came out. It had Jessica Simpson in it, and uh, Johnny Knoxville for some reason decided to put him in it. But remember the Dukes has so they had the General Lee and the the General Lee was the I think sixty eight or sixty nine Charger, painted orange had the had the the horn that played Dixie, had the Confederate flag on top, and it was a really cool car. It's very iconic from the original TV series, but when they remade it, of course you had the people who were so offended by that flag. Uh, but the Daily Show sent somebody down to talk to the local NAACP. And about the flag and the controversy. But they actually made it entertaining and funny. Because at one point they're in the office of the... the I think they're represented from the NAACP. And he wants to talk about the flag and how offensive it is and blah, blah, blah. And all they want to talk about is how, how hot... There's a scene with Jessica Simpson playing Daisy Duke in a, in a bikini... And getting in and out of the General Lee, I think it was. Uh, but they just keep asking questions. What, but what about Jessica Simpson? I, I, I like her. She's a, You don't think she's hot in that bikini? You wouldn't tap that? Look at that, man. It was funny because they took a, a really a non-serious issue that was trying to be exploited by race baiters. And they made it appear to be what it was. Really inconsequential. To me, the movie, the show was what it is. Remake it as it was. If somebody's offended, they're offended. We have to stop erasing every damn thing that offends somebody. Because you know what? Everything offends somebody. But anyway, in the past, The Daily Show used to do some funny stuff. Um, but now it's, it's more of this comedy that uh, all they do is attempt to moralize how wonderful leftism is and woke is. And being offended all the time is. Uh, but FirearmNews.com reported that the Daily Show attacks the Second Amendment along with Firearms News. Be ready. Uh, 
Apparently, there's something called gun grooming. It's the latest coordinated media theme to attack Second Amendment advocates. In other words, they're trying to interview advocates of the Second Amendment, people who aren't necessarily media savvy or aren't the best people to speak on TV, and they want to trick them into saying stupid stuff so then they can play it and say, see, they all are a bunch of rednecks. All a bunch of inbred, corn-fed rednecks. That's the only people who want guns. Uh, well, that's not true. Uh, David Cotrea wrote this, uh, one of the really great warriors for firearm rights. Uh, Jordan Klepper sneaks into America's biggest gun show in Tulsa, Oklahoma to investigate America's unique obsession with guns and how gun companies are targeting the youth. Uh, the Daily Show writes as a caption to a recent sati- satiric news episode of, of Fingers the Pulse. This one designed to disparage those who believe in the right to keep and bear arms. It starts right out with a lie, of course, as if attending a gun show equates with being obsessed. That's what the left always does. They take it to the nth degree immediately. They go, oh, well. Uh, you go hunting, you own a rifle, so then you're a gun nut. You own one gun, uh, maybe you carry it for self-defense, because you have to be out late at night, very early in the morning. Uh, maybe you're a single woman who's, who has been stalked in the past by an obsessed old boyfriend. So you get a gun permit to carry a gun legally. Or you choose to in a constitutional carry state. They want to attack you and make you look like a fanatic. Because they hate guns, they hate the concept of self-defense, etc., etc. Uh, so this is—they—they they basically were looking for people at the gun show that they could interview, that they could either make look stupid or made themselves look stupid by not being, not being very uh, sharp with their message. You know what I'm saying? Some people can express an opinion, some people can't. So there are better spokespeople. Uh, some are just better than others. Uh, being a big fan of government monopoly is a recurring theme for Klepper. <clears throat> Having been the front man for other hit pieces, including, this is what he's done for The Daily Show, apparently, uh, Jordan Klepper solves guns. Uh, Jordan Klepper debunks, debunks the good guy with a gun argument. That he's done neither doesn't match, or, I'm sorry, that he's done neither doesn't seem to concern enthusiastic fans who don't seem to realize or care that it's their rights too that he's encouraging scorn for that right in line with the parent company paramount's global media objectives as usual the attempt in his latest venue venture is to make undisguised progressive social commentary uh, palatable to viewers by wrapping it in what's supposed to be humor. Or in this case, by smugly making fun of people Klepper and the target audience likes to feel uh, superior to. It is, after all, a comedy central show and producers fine-tuning content with a focus group know what their audience will eat up. Uh, per the Pew Center research, 74% of the Daily Show's audience is younger than 50 and the New York Times, Keith Oberman, The Daily Show, The Colbert Report, and Rachel Maddow have regular audiences that include twice uh, the proportion of liberals than in public, or than in the public. 
So you'd think by appealing to young progressives, their approach would be fresh. It'd be original. You'd think wrong. Mocking political targets is straight out of the leftist uh, community activist Saul Alinsky's manifesto from over 50 years ago. That would be rules for radicals. An ideology mentor of young Hillary Clinton, what's being played out here is straight out of Rule 5. From, again, Rules for Radicals, Sal Alinsky. Ridicule is a man's most potent weapon. It is almost impossible to counterattack ridicule, although it also it infuriates the opposition, who then react to your advantage. So it's meant to be an attack mechanism that makes you say stupid things, sound stupid, uninformed, etc., etc., then you're, the person attacking you with it can make even more fun of you and throw everyone else in with you in that group so they can smear a whole multitude of people in one fell swoop. In this case, Klepper and his team set out to get gun owners with no media experience on camera responding to set-up questions and then to selectively present who would be shown and how much of their answer would be included. They... In other words, he went full Katie Kirk. The intent was to present them as representative and make us all look ignorant rubes, look like ignorant rubes, so that we could be laughed at, so the entire movement of the right to keep and bear arms advocacy could be dismissed as the province of morons and paranoids. And the left's done that many times. They have the loaded question, and they'll, they'll go to dramatic music in the background, dramatic commercial break, and right before the commercial break, the person answering will give a partial answer and they'll clip it so it sounds like they said something completely ridiculous. Or they censor the answer. It's Katie Couric who did a special about gun control. And there was a scene where, I forget the question, but she posed one of these classic liberal gun control BS questions. Well, if we just did this, wouldn't this help? Kind of thing. And... She asks the question, and then it shows these gun rights advocates, several of them, just shows their faces with really puzzled looks on their faces, like, how can we ever answer that question? And it turns out, if you watch the whole thing unedited, all of them knocked the question out of the park. Every one of them really uh, took t Katie Couric to task. But it was edited to appear as if they were stupid, and really really had just realized they should be agreeing with Katie Kirk's pro-gun control uh, fairy tale. Uh, Katie Kirk really was a... Everyone liked her. She looked perky. Uh, I never liked her because she looked perky. Perky people irritate me. Uh, but I never liked her. And to find out that she would do something that was, again, deliberately slanted, I believe she's the same person that that sliced and diced up an interview with uh, a now deceased uh, Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg when she asked some questions about Colin Kaepernick she gave some answers that were not flattering to Kaepernick but those were all weeded out of the interview and Katie was busted for doing it and she gave some flimsy excuse uh, basically what she was doing was the answers had to fit the liberal narrative or they couldn't be used because Ginsburg had some views that were not friendly to the liberal side on certain things. Les been doing that for a long, long time, my friend. If you want to go watch the video, uh, you should be able to access it at firearmnews.com. It is, again, it's... 
you can kind of predict what the questions are. You can, can kind of predict what you're going to see. Me, I didn't feel like wasting my time. Uh, but again, it's always good if, if you can be an informed person and get an answer. Sometimes it, that gets turned around on the left. Uh, so be prepared. If you go to a gun show, stuff like that, if, if someone's interviewing, maybe don't just say, no, I'm, I'm not, don't feel like answering questions. But if you're really sure that you can knock it out of the park and put them in their place, go for it. That's the ultimate refutation of their idiocy of uh, gun grabbing and gun control. My friends, I am done for the day. God bless you. Remember the three remember the three rules of this podcast and the blog thedelegator.net. If you're left, you just ain't right. God bless America. And go Gators. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your day. Have a good one tomorrow. Uh, God bless you. Take care. Y'all behave. And I will talk to y'all next time. Y'all be good.